0: With me,
1: with me Pete.
2: My like Mo, out here. Hella tired, but I'm out here. And by out here, means in his house. Trust me.
0: You know what, let's just get, it's really hot.
2: And it's really loud yeah. with someone is. Yeah, it's me still, apologies.
1: I was going to say, <laughs> running water.
2: Apologies, man, apologies. <laughs> that timing was bad.
1: And there was was a quiet for it as well. Perfect.
0: (laughs) Okay, you know what? Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. We're gonna switch up this week. Two questions Mm. for two people. Um, Let me throw a question out to Peter first, so Moses can finish making his noise. (laughs)
1: Let's go. All
0: right, Peter. My question is, um, in regards to after the second coming and like all of us are in heaven,
2: Mm.
0: um, what is to stop? us being corrupted in the same way Satan was corrupted in heaven before all of this stuff, stuff happens?
1: We will no longer have the flesh. We will no longer have the corrupted flesh. We will be, um, we'll be as Christ is, because we see him as he is, in a new, perfect flesh and without the imperfection introduced by sin. Will there still be the tree of knowledge of good and evil? I don't even know, but we would have eaten of the tree of life. Um... And I think that by virtue of having become like Christ, being in him and the removal of the flesh, which is really what the flaw is, I think sin would have been overcome, death would have been placed under Christ's feet. We would not have, there would not be opportunity to do that anymore because those things would have been defeated and we would have been made new.
0: But Satan didn't have corrupted flesh in the first place.
1: No, but pride was found in Satan and he will be dealt with. The question, I guess, would be what's to stop uh, another angel becoming prideful and being rejected or being cast down.
0: Where did that pride come from in the first place? Uh,
1: If you ask me, it would be his free will and the fact that he was in the most elevated position. It would be that he literally was closest to God's throne and thought, you know, I could sit here, I can can do this. And unfortunately, you know, convinced a third of heaven went to war got kicked out uh, try again and get put into the bottomless pit that you guys said is not the center of the earth and uh, (laughs) still a little bit salty about that one um and uh yeah take it from there But i think do you you feel like even now all all
0: angels have the ability to sin and turn away from god if, if they choose to
1: i think so i think if not then they don't I don't know, I, I really don't know, I haven't studied it enough, but I do think they have an element of free will. And I think, um, just hypothetically, if one could, then all can, in my opinion, it was just that his positioning was different. And I think when you're, as with all things, you know, your proximity to power would influence your, your um, perception as to whether or not you can wield that power. And so him being one of the most beautiful, one of the apparently most talented, one of the um, uh, premier—you know—the the anointed one that covereth the glory. He was the closest to ultimate power and must have thought he could do it. I don't know if there are any angels that replaced him or that will be in a position. I don't know, but you know it's been millennia since, and it's just the one, just the one guy that fell. So hopefully it doesn't happen again
2: do you know i like that question and that question like brought something to my attention where it Mm. was it's um so adam and eve's sin was by virtue of um the opportunity presented by lucifer
1: Mm.
2: so left to their own um devices they wouldn't have well we don't know but the narrative is they didn't go for the tree until Lucifer in the serpent kind of presented that um, that opportunity mm. and pre- like brought to, brought to Eve's attention that realization that the tree could do XYZ um, and so some could almost argue that our fall wasn't our fault but it was um, the devil presenting an opportunity
1: well, it's the devil. Um,
2: so it's like we were manipulated into doing that.
1: Yeah, no, I was, I was going to say it's more so sort the of devil marketing an opportunity because uh, I, I'm, I'm agreeing with exactly what you're saying in that they Eve clearly knew of the fruit and, yeah. and knew of the tree to the extent of yeah. knowing we should not look at it or even touch it, you know. But it wasn't until the devil came and marketed it differently yeah. that yeah.
2: And so the point that that brings up for me is. Mm the sense of responsibility and ownership over over our individual sins irrespective of whoever presents the opportunity
1: mm.
2: so it's like we are held accountable for everything that we do before god so even mm. if even if like so when so obviously adam said the woman that you gave me and so eve Gain punishment and then Eve was like the serpent deceived me but I didn't negate like when Adam tried to bounce it to Eve it didn't negate Adam's punishment Eve got punished on top of that and then when Eve bounced it it didn't negate both of their punishments the serpent got punished on top of that and so it's almost like the person who causes one of the children to sin will be held guilty but the children who sin will be held guilty as well yeah and so the the trail of thought that mom was following is along the lines of as Christians and within the world and in, in our operation within the world, we don't have an excuse before God in that this person made me do that. Why are you speeding? Oh, I was following my friend and he was speeding in, in a practical example. Like, before God, we are held accountable for our own actions. And I think this answer just made it a lot more clearer for me. I hadn't necessarily been thinking along those lines. I was just like, ah, yeah, this trajectory kind of follows along there. But mm. that's a tangent. Um, mm. My question for Robert. Let's do this. My question Oh, sorry,
1: is... just, just before you do, Robert, are you happy with that
2: answer? Yeah, Yeah, that's fine. My question is not so much a question as a scenario. <laughs> so All
1: the leads. scenario
2: is, the scenario is, I'm a new Christian. How would you advise me to navigate the Bible?
1: Mm. So like, so, where will
2: you point me in terms of, uh, what scriptures to start looking at, how to approach the Bible, blah, blah, blah. As a new mm. Christian, like... I just did the typical thing of going for an altar call. And then, yeah. So then I come to you and I'm just like, yeah, like, I'm new to the faith. I want to get into the Bible, but I don't know how to. Where, where should I start? How should I proceed? Like, what should I
0: do? Mm. Ooh, this is a nice one. I think I would say start with the creation story up until the fall of man. So go right up to the point where Adam and Eve get 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 kicked out of the Bible.
2: That is an interesting description get kicked out of the Bible. <laughs> I de- <laughs> oh, no, I mean I'm, I'm
1: kicked out of Eden story.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> like you just read it in the Bible you just you just see Adam and Eve just drop off somewhere just <clears throat> not make anymore. No. Yeah.
0: So you start with uh, Adam and Eve get get getting get kicked out out of Eden. So from there uh, up to that point. So then that shows um, how we got into the predicament that we're in now. Mm. And then from there, I would say, okay, this is what caused the problem. Let's go into the Gospels and show how the problem got solved. Okay. Um, because, um yeah because our Christian faith is based on the person of Jesus Christ so you you want to get to know who he is what he stands for as quickly as possible um and then from there uh, just bounce back and forth between like um uh, the rest of the New Testament and then go from the Adam and Eve getting kicked out and then continue and like read them almost in tandem I would say
2: Okay, so you, you advocate reading both new and old, almost um, parallel. Yes, as a
0: parallel. Um, Okay, yeah. but, um, but when reading the old, just being aware, or like trying to find out, or trying to see all the different ways that the old shows the coming of Jesus. Mm. Through the story of Abraham and Isaac, and the sacrifice um, the story of Noah, and the being eaten for three days, being spit out, that kind of thing. And just like seeing um, showing ha- how the old testament was always pointing to jesus and what he was ultimately coming to do
2: cool okay yeah okay and that's interesting i haven't i haven't um come across someone advocating for that before so it's interesting but as again it's a scenario it's not so much a right or wrong type of question so yeah i'm happy with it i'm happy with your perspective how would you guys Um, go
1: about it pr personally i think it'll depend on how much i'd be able to um walk with the person through it so if there's not going to be much contact after this question it will just be uh, there are a bunch of resources that have been built and, and are tried and tested and good for um for the development of new christians or so something like the alpha course or um uh, resources like that i know Rav zacharias ministries provide something i'd I'd put them in touch with a resource like that that provides guided explanations and study of the word but also given context and introducing all of those things to a new christian that's literally just come out the altar call um to get them well well uh, founded in the word if I am working with them then there's also resources like the purple book which is a steady guide sort of thing again that okay. is, is really good for um, new Christians walking them through the Bible in a way that um, provides context and gives them a good foundation to build upon so that after that period they are able to get into the word themselves and, 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 and study and no, stuff, so, so teaching them to study the word really,
2: okay, so your approach is like from the jump, I'm gonna make you a berean,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, learn to study it yourself for yourself, I think, yeah, yeah.
2: cool um, for yourself, kid Moses I think I do like the notion of the parallel, I recognize um it may be a long-winded process um but i recognize that's actually important i do like the berean style as well because essentially that's what we want we want people who don't just take what the pastor says as as like the word of god but actually studies and searches the scriptures to ensure that it is in line with the word of god and is able to rightly divide the word um i think my emphasis is a lot more on relationship So I would put them more so in touch with, like, going through the Bible um, for yourself. So I would advocate personal, like, devotional reading. Um, And I would advocate going from old to new, um, or potentially along the same lines as Robert, but not so much reading the Adam account and then going to the the new, but almost. Almost like a morning Old Testament evening New Testament sort of reading plan um, where you read both of them in the parallel but yeah and so you kind of follow the New Testament narrative or the Old Testament narrative because for the most part the New Testament assumes an understanding of the old and so for some things you won't necessarily understand the inferences and stuff until you've gained some sort of a grasp of the old and just have a familiarity with it but I will supplement that with the Bible Project as a resource and just say, like, these guys have got really good... Um, And the reason I would would supplement that with the Bible Project, simply because of the animation and, like, the way in which they've approached it is very much um, entertainment but educational. So it's, like, it's visual. They've got, like, the written resources online. They've got the podcast and they've got different things so um you can go through it in a way that you don't necessarily recognize that i've just spent 15 minutes watching an animation that has just taught me about a specific word in the old testament and so i'll, I'll use that as a resource in terms of they've got synopses of different books they've got um like studies on specific words and how it kind of plays out throughout the bible so as you're reading, if you come across a word and you're like, oh, sin, I wonder what sin, like, refers to in its entirety or something. Then I can kind of go into the Bible project, watch a video about it for about five, ten minutes. And then during the day, as I'm going about my day, and then in the evening or in the morning, it kind of enriches my engagement with it. So, yeah, I would, I would advocate reading both old and new uh, concurrently, potentially morning, evening, Bible guide. Um and then Bible, the Bible Project as a resource. And again, the reason I'm specifying Bible projects is because I used to use it with my youth group. And so in as much as the stuff is theologically dense, it is conveyed in such a way that even the youth really understood it. And so it's really accessible accessible to like different ages and different um, intellects and stuff. So yeah, that would be me
1: nice 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 nice, nice. alright
0: so let's get in today's topic so I was just thinking today right I think I was in the bath I came out of the bath brushing my teeth brushing my face and I was just thinking does God want us to to enjoy life
2: <laughs>
0: and then like I was just thinking about like Jesus and like his his time on earth he didn't seem to have any fun to be honest like he went to one party turn the water into wine and like you never hear about Jesus laughing or smiling or anything and so I, I was just wondering like does as Christians are we supposed to enjoy life or is everything like mission 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 and if God does want God does want us to enjoy life what kind of enjoyment does he want us to have in life
2: this this is such an interesting question um, it
1: really is oh.
2: when I was in Queen Mary it's nuts. There was this guy who just became a Christian. So it's, it's very interesting you ask this question as well. He just became a Christian and the only book that he was told to read was John. So I was like, yeah, just read John and your life will be totally complete. Because <laughs> um, obviously, God is love. And as he was reading John, I don't know what sort of exegesis the church was going through. But he was like, yeah, God is love. God just wants me to enjoy myself. So yeah, God God wants me to have a girlfriend. God wants me to have sex. Amen. I'm like bro. <laughs> i like bro. How did you get that from John? Like, <laughs> what sort of extraction and jumping are we doing? Um. So it was very much like God wants you to enjoy myself, and this is what I do to enjoy myself. So, yes, I'm gonna do this. Um. I would say that, yes, I do believe that God wants us to enjoy, enjoy ourselves, but I think God wants us to enjoy ourselves in a way that glorifies him and that adheres to our original design. Okay, unpack um, it for me. So, basically, um, we, we see a stark contrast, and I'm always reminded of this contrast, when Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and he was saying, um, you are like children in a market store where we uh, were singing uh, we're singing happy songs and you didn't celebrate. We were singing um, funeral songs and you didn't mourn. Um, but John the Baptist came neither eating nor drinking, and you said he has a demon. I come both eating and drinking, and you say I'm a glutton and a drunkard. So in as much as we don't necessarily see Jesus going to par- quote-unquote parties, he was always going to, like, dinners and blah, blah, blah. And from my understanding, there were formal dinners, but there were also, like, it's like a place of entertainment where people are drinking and people are eating and there's laughter and there's like conversation and stuff flowing. Um, And so in as much as it won't, it may not necessarily be a party, but it is a a joyous occasion or situation. Um, And I think one person's notion of fun is different from another person's notion of fun. So me and you play Pokemon and we enjoy it. Peter just sits in the, in the background crying because he doesn't know the fun of playing Pokemon. <laughs> so, yeah, I think but I do think God does want us to enjoy ourselves. But that enjoyment needs to come in line with him, his nature and how he has originally intended us to create us to be. And that that's that is a dense statement that I won't be able to fully unpack because I don't fully understand it myself. Mm. Um, but, yeah, as I form these thoughts, it will be good to hear what Peter says
1: thanks oh I'm trying to find the Greek word for salvation which I believe is sozo and the word I'm, I was trying to get it so I don't misquote it but if I'm, if memory serves the word means you know apart from being saved being um, saved from God's wrath it also means health and um, to
2: live your best life now
1: well not living your best life now <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> and that's unfortunate for you, this world is the best you get, but it it does also mean you know an abundance of life, an abundance of joy and that's not just for the life after but that's here as well, We, we have been given life and life abundantly, so does God want you to enjoy yourself? It's I think along the lines of what Moses was saying, yes but what does enjoy yourself mean mm. because to the guy that was just told to read john enjoy yourself means premarital sex which is clearly not in, not not biblical so it's it's when you say enjoy yourself i think it's more along the lines of you have now been transformed you are now a citizen of heaven you are now got God's spirit in you that will define a new set of Enjoyment, if that makes sense. There's always going to be the enjoy the wife of your youth. There's always going to be the joy that comes with you know living a life that God is pleased with. The joy that comes with doing what God wants you to do. Um, that could be going to dinners or working or finding fulfillment in your in your creativity. All of those things I think are available to us and are um, are what God wants for us even here. Um, but when you say enjoy yourself, I think the definition of enjoy can be very different. And I think the one that God wants us to do is to delight in the things which delight him. So sort I of think.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree that. Um, live your life and enjoy it just as long as it's not contrary to God and and how he would have you live your life. Um, just because like, even though we should be living this life as best we can we need to always keep in mind eternity in like the light of that and just and and just be careful not to have any enjoyments here that will have a negative effect on (laughs) how we'll be enjoying eternity but that might be crazy for some people
1: unfortunately
2: yeah i think i think it's interesting um because if i wasn't christian and you said to me oh enjoy yourself the first list of actions will not be condoned by the Bible. <laughs> the first list of actions for me to enjoy myself will not be condoned by the Bible. Now that that might just be me. Like we may have listeners who may not be Christians, and the first thing will be like, oh yeah, like we can still, it's still like on the surface of things please us, God. But we know that without faith it's impossible to please God. Um but I mentioned that to say um I think the Westminster Catechism states that the chief end of man is to worship God. Um, and, and everything that we do is, is an act of worship, It's an act of reflecting back our appreciation and our um, reverence and adoration of God. Um, the whole, like his glory fills the whole earth and, and everything that we do, even Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10, whether you eat or drink, do everything to the glory of God. And it's a case in which um, if you if what you are doing reflects um, the nature and character, of, not, not necessarily reflects the nature and character of the God you serve, but in it you can appreciate God. And I, I, that sounds overtly spiritual, but it's like even in just playing with my daughter, even in eating, I can take a moment to just be like, thank you, God, for this. Um, I, in that, I be, I do believe that you can do all things um, and enjoy them in the freedom that we have in Christ, knowing that we're not um, uniformed, we're unified. And so one person's state of enjoyment will not be the same as another person's, as I already said, but we can still do it to the glory of God. And we are actually almost commanded to to do all things for his glory and the chief end of man is to worship god and so if you can do whatever you want to do while staying in that spirit while staying in that state then i'm like yeah enjoy yourself Mm. so i do think that it doesn't necessarily hit the question on its head but i feel that that almost ties into it in that that's almost like a set of guidelines um Mm -hmm. In what we're doing and how we can enjoy ourselves while still glorifying God within that, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a Christian thing. I can only enjoy myself as I'm evangel- evangelizing or winning souls or whatever. No, I can, I can go in a paddling pool and still be glorifying God and enjoying myself. Um, so yeah, mm. so it's more you, so a set of guidelines. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like there are any ways in your life right now that you're enjo- enjoying life that are not? pleasing to God don't know how how like, open you guys want to be with this question but just going to put it out there
2: I'll let Peter go first
1: And <laughs> <laughs> you know certainly I think any and all sin because it appeals so much to the flesh will feel like an enjoyment but will not be and you know that goes from um lustful you know taking time watching porn to eating too much chocolate to not studying what I'm supposed to be studying and you know and there, there are there are plethora plethora of things that I think feel good in the moment but I'll recognize and I think the Holy Spirit convicts us as well that um, they aren't they they, they they aren't glorifying to God and eventually all those things will be removed, hopefully, when we see questions made like him.
2: Yeah. It was... Pia, I like your um, politician response. I know. I, 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 I gave you.
1: specific examples.
2: But you, did it, you didn't personalise it.
1: Who else am I giving those examples for? Anyone? No. Bro? Those are my examples from my life.
2: Okay, at least you specified it now. So... I think um, a major one for me is, and there's a sense of discernment for me that needs, that's going into it. I'll say procrastination. My favourite one. So it's like, I can sit down and just be like, I'm just playing, I'm just playing, like switching it. Like, I'm just trying to sort out this Pokedex and that.
0: How to catch up, oh.
2: Don't know. But I know that God has put into my heart to do something. Like, you need to go play with your daughter. But yeah, I'm just trying to, just trying to get this Pikachu to level 60 so that I can, like, evolve it into the Raichu with the Thunderstone and everything there and get the right the right levels and things. Um,
1: Peter's just shaking his head.
2: <laughs> but, but in saying that, I'm starting to recognise that there's a difference between procrastination and, um, like, the right timing obviously in the example that i gave i was like i thought that god was saying go play with my door." but i'm like i want to play pokemon but there are times where i cognitively know that there are things for me to do but that drive that unction isn't there and more and more as i'm growing i'm recognizing that god gives me the drive and the desire to do things at certain times that beforehand doesn't make sense but it's almost until that time has arrived things click in that either brings more things um to to makes things clearer or makes me realize that i didn't have to do it if that makes sense can you you give an example so an example is i was meant to create a um information pack for one of the schools that we are working with to uh, to tell them the different um programs that we're going to put on for their school
0: Okay.
2: Um, different programs that we were running for their school for the entire second year. So from year seven all the way to year 11. Nice. Um, nice. So we run drop down days as part of our organization where I subscribes for schools. So we normally did it ad hoc. Okay, cool. This year we can run. Um, one of our main clients is an all boys school. So um, one of our topics is um, masculinity, talking through like toxic masculinity and blah 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 this and that so it's like oh yeah so
1: what was that
0: you should go to that lesson
2: (laughs) like them shots so we were asked to um give them a almost like an overview for the entire year like i think it was like last month and i was um it was um ah what's the name when you allocate things to different people allocated no it's not allocated delegate? Uh, assigned delegate delegate that's the word okay. I was looking for you see thank you Robert Peter, no problem. you're just trying, you're just trying to mock the team no not allocate you're assigned <laughs> delegated you know what I mean?
1: That's so right.
2: delegate you're delegated to me and I started it I' like I don't think that's it.
1: the right use of the word I'm uh, I'm I'm pissed off now
2: I <laughs> mean, if, if de- delegate is, is the right word cause the like the CEO oh. delegates the work
1: Yes, but you don't delegate it to you. The person delegates. It's not. Yeah, delegated so the CEO
2: delegated it to me. Nah. Yeah. The
0: work, the the work that needs to be done was delegated. Dele- when delegate yes.
1: works. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's it's the action of delegating. The person who receives the work is assigned or allocated.
2: Peter's just trying to prove a point right now. I can see it in his face. <laughs> I swear he's Googling this thing to find out the correct... I should, sh-
1: I should show you a screenshot. <laughs> <Literally>, <laughs> nah. nah, let's go. Let's
2: go. So, um, I've been working on it. I've had, like, a general gist. I've divvied things up, but I just haven't committed it down to paper. So, it's in my it's in my notebook, but I haven't committed it to, like, spreadsheets or, like, Word documents or anything. Like I was going to do a Canva for it. But... Every time that I'm going to do it, it just doesn't happen. And then last week we get an email and the email saying the school that we work with, the headmaster that we're working with has just been, so he emailed us and said he's just been assigned as a principal of another school. So um, he wants to take what we're doing with us to the other school. But he's assigned, he's given all of our contact details to somebody else who is going to contact us next year with what they're thinking about doing. And so that's quite a dramatic change that may impact everything that we offer. Because he was the head, he almost had oversight as to what was happening. But because it's been delegated to somebody else, now it's very much like, what is this person gonna come with? Is this person gonna come with like an already defined outline as to what we need to do as an organization or what he wants? Um, or he may come with new topics and blah, blah, blah that we haven't already considered. And so it's like, all right, cool. I need to hold fire until we get more correspondence from this person to then see how things are going to be adjusted. But it also means that I've got the whole of summer to commit this to a document which can then be amended. So I didn't have to rush and do it to send it off. So that's a working um, example. Hey, hear you, I hear you.
1: Cool. In, yeah, about, you, in you. slightly other news, delegate is actually the correct, use. you can use it like that. I
0: Don't think know. I think you're the only one that's surprised by that, Peter.
1: No, not surprised, but I was just making a point that assigned... He was irritated. Assigned and allocated is also correct, but you can use delegate like that. But it's the second use of the word, it's not the first.
0: So are you going to apologise for your folly?
1: It wasn't <laughs> folly though, was it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Thank you for that, Moses. I think for me, it's time I spend on YouTube. Mm.
2: Um, I think...
0: That like, falls on pa- the
2: procrastination as well, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Um, well, it can do, definitely. Um, but I think... I'm in this weird place where like I go to YouTube as a way to like unwind. But when I'm on it, I don't feel unwinded or un- unwound. <laughs>
2: Peter's twitching. Peter's twitching (laughs) at the grammatical errors in this podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because like I guess for for me, like relax, relaxing and and, like unwinding should make you think less about stuff. Mm. But like on YouTube, because of the kind of stuff I'm watching, it's just making my mind still go, 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 go. Mm. What
2: kind of stuff are you watching?
0: t one is just about everything. Uh, examples being um, stuff like the Joe Biden podcast, Half-Cast podcast. Um, I watched some Pokemon content here and there, some Smash Bros. content here and there, mm-hmm. um, some QI stuff. QI is great on there. Okay. I learned the other day that. Elephants only have two knees because their because their front two feet are actually arms, not well, like not legs. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know that's I saw it. that
2: clip, you know. I started watching it, but then no, I woke up, so I had to pause it, and I didn't get back.
0: to Oh yeah, me. I said it to you guys, didn't I? Yeah, you
1: did. I yeah. said it.
0: <laughs>
2: just
0: trying to make it knowledgeable. Um, I, did, I
1: did wonder why on earth you felt that was necessary to say to us.
0: But... I'm just trying to like elevate your. knowledge. It was
2: random, cause so, like, I I didn't expect you to be watching QI on YouTube. To be fair.
0: I always watch QI on YouTube. That's not the first clip of like, QI I've, I've sent to you guys. I think
1: it is. It's it not. is. It
0: is. Bruv, I'll go through the chat and I'll show you. You're thinking of another group, fam. Nah, bro. And and like it was even like a hookup on here one time. I remember. Anyway. Um, yeah. So it's always stuff that gets me thinking more as opposed to thinking less. So even when I'm trying to relax, I don't. Which means I spend longer on it trying to relax but because of the stuff I'm watching, I never relax. But it's like a vicious cycle, to be honest. Um, yeah, and and I guess back by doing that, something that should be enjoyable doesn't get me the enjoyment I'm trying to get out of it. And so, the time I could be spending doing other things, I don't because I'm trying to get to this place I'm trying to get to of
2: like mm. relaxation. Well, that that makes that for me that's fascinating because it's all of the examples that we shared to some degree, um, there is a right context for the enjoyment of. Um,
1: no, there isn't.
2: No, nah, that's what I said to some degree, Carl. <laughs> there's <laughs> one in which there's no context for that. But, the, the Which only... one's
1: that? Which one's that? Porn. On.
0: What
2: if you make so, your own stuff and
0: you're watching that? Is that okay?
2: Nah, but it's like, it's not. So, I, my personal perspective is not because it it's If you're watching it by yourself, then your partner is removed from the situation even though she's in it. it, But she's removed because it's it's an objectification, objectifying the act or whatever, um, whilst not engaging with her as the, not the object, but the person of your sexual affection. It becomes objectified. So that's why I'm like, even that's wrong because it's just the act as opposed to that emotional connection.
0: And if you um, watch it
2: with her? Depends, again, on the, on the purpose of watching it with her. Um, yeah. For me, it's, it's, a, it's the heart behind it. If it's just for the act, then there's a, there's a problem there. But if there is that emotional connection and she is the object of your, this, not the object, but the person of your sexual affection, then yeah. the marriage bed is on the father. So it, once you both of you lot are like in it together, um, but yeah, I say that to say, <laughs> porn is not like in and of itself. It's not bad the thing. right. It's, it's not. It's no no no. It's, it, is, it is bad, <laughs> and it's not the right context to en- enjoy sex. Is like the marriage bed with the, with the person you're married to, which doesn't necessarily have to be on an actual bed. That's Ayy. just a term. are <laughs> shaking his head. Um,
0: Doesn't it even have to be your own bed.
2: Amen. Ayy. Amen So basically
1: Yeah Robert's not getting invited to my house Um, I I,
2: I
0: don't do that to you PR I'm not
1: going to find out You wouldn't find out
2: You wouldn't (laughs) What's this web patch? (laughs) Oh gosh this conversation just went left so it's the re- the reason i said to some like the the visuals or however you're engaging with it is not the right context the right context is as a married couple engaging with it yourselves uh, as opposed to watching somebody else or even yourself
0: so he you gets nudes
2: as well then yeah
0: he gets nudes as well then
2: hey, If your wife's sending you news or your husband's sending you news, that's between the two of you. Peter's <laughs> looking like, fam. If, if, no, no how's that from the video, bro? Car, it's, it's the most is undecided, isn't it? Like, you might have decided to do this, or your wife is, or your husband has just decided to surprise you with this, but picture that, like. Your husband or your wife surprises you with a sex tape that you didn't know was being recorded.
0: No brother, you, you knew it was being recorded. You knew it was being recorded.
2: So how's that how you nah? So basically hey Robert you're kinky you know but yes that's a different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Not one I did time with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different conversation <laughs> This was meant to be a, a nice, easy, comfortable podcast, but no. I'm not I tried,
0: I tried, I tried. What do you guys want to make it go left?
2: But yeah, I think that there's context and I do think it's the intentionality behind it. If it's genuinely you to enjoy each other and so if like your partner will send, to send you news and stuff, you're enjoying your partner, then that, to me, that's cool. But if it's the case in which it's just like it's, Leading you towards just objectifying or turning not so, just seeing your partner as an object or something like that, then that becomes problematic.
0: Now nah, that's the same thing, it's just a, a picture and a video is the same thing. You
2: no, know, what, what I mean is it's the, it's the intentionality behind the picture or the video. Okay. So if either is leading you to objectify and just seeing, and but when I say objectifying, it's, it's reducing this person to essentially just a sexual object yes but as we're married you will be sexually attracted to your partner and you will want to engage sexually with your partner but to reduce your partner to just a sexual object is problematic so all you see when you see your partner is sex like there's nothing beyond that there's no recognition of this is someone who Jesus has died for. This is someone that I need to love as Christ loved the church. This is someone I need to die to, to raise, to not raise like a child, but to like edify and stuff like right? that. That becomes problematic from either perspectives it's like if if a wife doesn't see if a wife just sees that husband is just sex then that's problematic without seeing him as he's like my spiritual head he's the leader of the household he's fathering my children he's my husband i'm to submit to him as the church submits to jesus all of them things it becomes a slippery slope so and that's why i'm like the heart behind it is what needs to be addressed in that if it's if it's just objectifying the person And that's what porn really leads us down towards. It just objectifies and it's just like, oh, do this, this, do that, do this, yeah, this, and that, or whatever, however it plays out. But it's even in us engaging sexually with our partners, we still need to hold them as rightly the positions that they hold within our lives. They are our partners. We have committed ourselves to them. We are engaged to work for their edification for their good and this this act is part of our union but it isn't the entirety of our union and so if that then becomes the entirety of what you see within that person it's problematic.
1: I'm
2: happy with that. Anything Peter? that Peter? No I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Peter turned silent in that part man. Mm. Right?
1: He was enjoying the conversation. <laughs>
2: hey, see what I did there? <laughs> no, so from your perspective, Peter, agree, disagree, partly, not partly, like, how do you feel about it? About what? About news. Well as you said, in terms of um perspective towards sending news or like couples sex tapes and them things there. Whether I mean, or not you're into it.
1: Personally, no, not into it, Um, but um, I think your favourite verse, you know, that the marriage bed is undefiled, whatever gets you two going, and I think it's, like, you know, you're completely right in that it's the heart behind it, and also it's being honest with what the fruits of it are, if you're sending videos and, you know, you're watching videos and you're like you said objectifying that's not the fruit that should come out of enjoying your wife you know if you're if you're sending videos and you know it makes you guys excited and you're happy and you're you know in a, in a, it's, it's spicing up your married married being the operative word your married sex life then you know do you um just also be careful because paul says we should live our lives without reproach and i don't know how those sort of things will go down if someone has to see you on your phone or your phone gets hacked and it gets leaked, you know, exposing. I, I don't know. But, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just like, do you? It's not for me.
2: And we have that in the encrypted file folders. So you encrypt the folder on, on top of your locked pink locked phone. Just dig it under folders. Don't just put it on the desktop talking about private folders. Nah, that's it. <laughs> And
1: then, <laughs> I'm reminded uh one one pastor like, oh if the devil can break out of what was he breaking out of? He was, was something like oh if the devil can break he came to steal, kill and destroy. So if he can break into your house or he can break into whatever. Obviously think you can't break through your encryption and then <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> But yeah. No, that's that's yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Oh, um, Do you know what?
2: Just just to add to that as well, I am there was um, someone I know. I don't know how true this is and I don't know if this is still going on. But someone I know mentioned that they used to work in car phone warehouse when people used to, like, break their phones and stuff and they brought it in for repairs. You needed to bring it in unlocked. And they intended to go through the phone. And then for bagging bag them, there will be like nudes and stuff on the phone. Yeah. And yeah, like, you can't, you can't look at a person the same after you've been through their phone and see their nudes
1: I had a full I had a full like elder of the church <laughs> he's not here now but he his his, uh, his laptop wasn't working and he was like oh can you have a look at it for me why is and he, I don't know why he tried to hide it in like a folder within a folder but in the <laughs> you know like with some applications I think it was Windows Media Play at the time you can see recent plays like if you hover over it I'm just like stress.
2: Well, you watch the Peter? thumbnail. The thumbnail gave it away, you know.
1: Stuff. Let's just say that stuff.
2: Did
1: you watch it as well. No, I, I was there with him, you know, trying to <laughs> fix the computer, and then.
2: Hey, that's awkward, you
1: know. you know. Well, he didn't see that I saw it, but I was just like, you know, and I didn't let him see that, so it's just unnecessary awkwardness. Yeah, just trying to, you know, act like it's They'd be like,
2: "Hey, Nickin, is that you?"
1: judging with my heart.
2: Yeah, that's (laughs) better. Yeah. Uh,
0: You know what? Let's finish there before it gets a bit any more wilder than this thing. For taking this conversation. I already made my
1: intro good. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. You're you're speaking far away from your microphone. It's
0: right next to my mouth, fam. Is this better?
1: Well, now it's right next to your mouth. Yes, it's better. Mm.
0: Hey, we didn't even sound check today.
1: No, didn't. Right. I sort of, I sort of kept mental notes. Of,
0: uh, oh, Peter, Peter, Peter! you're actually so good at this stuff, you know.
1: Was that yeah. a compliment? Yeah. Did that hurt? No. Unlike you, I, I, I like telling people. To good in life, you know.
0: Daddy. Yeah. Well done, Peter. Well, well done. Hook up. Anyway, hookups. Um, can I go first? You can, up because you are the amazing sound guy, so you can.
1: Okay. All right. Speaking of sound, um, Jabberwockies, uh, Jabberwockies have been released in the next few videos, so um, and uh, you know, they, they've been consistent. So, I'll actually go check out the Jabberwockies, um, YouTube channel. They had like an animated, um, mask off that was quite quite cool. Actually, it was like animated, it was like, um, they
0: took off their mask.
1: No, 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 the song is called Mask <laughs> Off.
0: Oh, but,
1: yeah, yeah, no, it was really good. They've taken off their masks before. Shout out to Future. Um, uh, and uh, they recently did one by Tiana Taylor, mm-hmm. I think the name of the artist is, um, and that was dope. And uh, they did another one, I think I saw yesterday. So yeah, check out the Jabwalkies YouTube channel. Um, that is, they're they're really talented, and I find them quite inspiring. So,
2: nice. Um, I had one, but I forgot as Peter was talking.
0: <laughs>
1: okay, uh, so, so I
2: go after.
0: You. Okay, cool. Um, I've got two this week. Yes, that's right. You guys wanna have two all the time. It's my turn to have two.
1: You're the only one that's stressed about it. Now,
0: nah, because <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now you've muted yourself.
0: <laughs> have I?
1: Oh, you, I can. I can see your mouth, moving. I can't hear what you're saying. Nah. I can now.
0: So, uh, my first hookup is a pastor. His name is Stephen Cole. Um, he's very good when it comes to. Expositionary types, um, preaching one of my favorites. And if you email him, he'll actually email you back, which I thought was quite cool. Swear, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah, um, uh, my second hookup is an Instagram page. Let me find it. It's called
1: Turned Ninja. What's the age rating on it?
0: Oh, it's like normal age range.
2: So basically, About 13, the, yeah. Yeah, bro.
0: Yeah, so, no. So basically, they are a company that turn you into your favorite anime characters. So like, so so so, so, so like that they'll, they'll take take a picture you 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 give of them, tell them the anime style you want it in, and then they'll make you like a Dragon Ball Z or, or, or a Naruto character. Um, I think their basic one cost like thirty forty dollars. I think it was. Oh, you have to pay for this. <laughs> okay. No. <Nah. For> free? <laughs> I saw they're a company. <laughs> you did. You did. Right. Oh, yeah. Turn ninja. Check it out.
1: What is this? So,
2: um, so I like to put people onto my favorite pasta His name is Peterson. No, I'm jumping. Um,
1: you're lying as well. <laughs>
2: I'm not lying. You are a pastor. You are my favorite pastor. I'm not a
1: pastor. not
2: You're my favorite pastor. I'm not You're my favorite pastor. Argue with me that you're my favorite pastor,
1: please. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. <laughs>
2: Which pasta that is, is, that pasta? is a prerequisite to be a pastor.
1: <laughs> I'm not a pastor.
2: Dude, I said you're my favorite pastor. I'm going to
1: edit this it. out.
2: <laughs> I'm going to say it before, I, before we say goodbye. Um, an album by so Baraka. I've, I've plugged it before, but I'm plugging it again. It's an EP, actually, Barakaology. And it loosely follows the same theme that we're talking on today where he's literally just like, just just enjoy yourself. Um, yeah, just enjoy life. He's got an interesting exposition of um, Ecclesiastes when Solomon... So my daughter decides to scream as I'm giving a up Ecclesiastes and my son's just vying for my food.
1: Mm.
2: Have some juice. Um, Ecclesiastes when... Solomon writes, do not be overly righteous, which is, which is very fascinating in the way that he exposes uh, it. Um, so, yeah, show Baraka EP, um, Barakaology. Because it's an EP, it's not on um, SoundCloud. So you would have to YouTube it. And no, it's a shame. You'd have to YouTube it. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's the hookup on my part
1: is that the one with the serious rapper skit
2: yes that i like that as well because it it touches what peter and robert was saying about there's no text about jesus laughing but there is one about him him being frustrated and like whipping people and crying and, stuff and being angry yeah but yeah that's new
0: cool all right Thank you guys for listening to us today. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. Tell us how you like to enjoy life, and if you know any ways to enjoy life well, let us know. Because I'm on. all about the enjoyment. Um, shout out to Root for the intro outro music. Come if on. Haven't turned up for the ordering amazing logo. You can find us at Twitter at the Furnace UK, on Instagram oh. TBS Furnace. Come on. You can find us at SoundCloud.com forward slash apostrophe on all good podcasting websites and apps, including Spotify and iTunes and them things there, Black with an apostrophe. Email us at tbsfurnace at hotmail.com. And Peter is brushing his beard with a pen knife. <coughs> oh, um, one more shout out. Uh, writers and scribes are doing a weekly um, writing workshop called Friday. Inkwell? Inkwell?
2: Inkwell, yes yes it'll be running until um i think it is august yeah like 7th or 10th of august
0: so every friday you can go to the youtube page and there'll be another is is it going to be on youtube from now on all the time
2: yeah so it's going to be on youtube um even after the fact so it's we're going to have it live but then after the live they'll be available for you to access whenever you want to
1: no more zoom sessions
2: now we're going to have Zoom sessions. Yes. Every now and then. I think there's about another one coming up, which you'd have to register for if you haven't already. Register me, Pete Moses. If you haven't already. I think you already have.
0: Oh yeah, yeah I did cuz I did the last time.
2: Yeah. Um But yeah, it's it's been good. The feedback and the engagement has been really good so far. People have gotten a lot from it. Pete and Robert were a part of the previous one. They got a lot from it as well. So yeah, like, like, comment, subscribe, share all of them things there on the channel, which is just right. Subscribe. Ah, <laughs> so I
1: just bit my finger. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not
2: right
0: as an ah. But it'll make you go ah. Done, done All right, cool. Well, I guess this is the blacksmith's furnace. Signing out.
2: hello